0: Monday, May 22nd. We are in a great mood this Monday. We're gonna win this week. Are you ready to win, ARMY? let's go jeffrey epstein blackmail bill gates over 2010 affair oh sucks to be right all the time speaker mccarthy now thinks the fbi will hand over the document and james comer is going to get briefed today about the special document that shows that joe biden was caught in an entrapment scheme for money laundering and darren Beatty of revolver news joins the show to talk about it one of the based out there my name is benny johnson and this is the benny show This is going to be a wild week. We're going to have a week that is going to be insane. Stay tuned. Stay prepared. I'm so glad this Epstein news broke yesterday so we can talk about it because every single day this week is going to be a bombshell show. You got to stay connected. That's why I use Patriot Mobile, baby, for my cell phone coverage. I actually have a couple lines with Patriot Mobile. I use them for my business. I use them for different phones that I need for different projects. They are so dependable. They're so good, and they're so non-woke. It's good to have freedom of speech, baby. It's good to have freedom of speech and have people that support freedom of speech. That's the most powerful thing that we have. If you cannot speak, if you cannot say what you believe, uh, then there is no reality. Then there is no truth. The true pinning, of truth in society is based on being able to speak that truth. That's why George Orwell talks about two plus two equals four. If you can't say it, then you don't live inside of a real society. You don't live inside of a society bound by truth. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. It offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. You get the best possible service without the woke propaganda. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Benny today. PatriotMobile.com slash Benny today for activation. Activation code Benny gets you free activation today. You won't be disappointed. Let's go, baby. Who's disappointed right now? Well, Melinda Gates. She's disappointed. Because what's coming out right now is that there was an affair that Jeffrey Epstein knew about with her husband, Bill Gates, uh, the richest man in the world for a time. Now he's been usurped and passed by Elon Musk, an arguably much better individual. But nonetheless, let's read. This is the story that broke this weekend from The Wall Street Journal. Deeply sourced, deeply reported, and absolutely excellent. Jeffrey Epstein... Used his knowledge of Bill Gates' 2010 affair with a Russian bridge player, that means bridge as in like the card game bridge, to threaten the Microsoft billionaire, a bombshell new report claims. Oh, hmm, interesting. Now, if you tune into this channel and if you're part of the Benny Brigade, then you know that Jeffrey Epstein was a PSYOP. Jeffrey Epstein was himself a deep state agent with connections to the FBI and the CIA, The reason why the FBI and the CIA gets these connections is in order to have leverage, much like a crime family and a crime syndicate and a crime operation, on the most powerful people in the world so that they can keep them in check, so that they can make them do what they want to do. We've been telling you this forever. Jeffrey Epstein was an op. Why is Little St. James off the coast of America? Because Little St. James then is able to become a CIA honeypot because the CIA has uh, a clandestine order to operate off the coast of America. Not like they care about that when they're, you know, changing presidents, John F. Kennedy style, but nonetheless, that's how it's supposed to operate. Jeffrey Epstein was an op, and he ensnared some of the world's most powerful, richest people, and royal families, sultans, people like Bill Gates, real dumbasses like Bill Gates. You can see the way – you ever seen Bill Gates in a shirt? You see the man boobs? You see the, like, extra estrogen the guy's got in his body? Bill Gates is not an alpha. Bill Gates is a beta, and it's only beta, betas who actually cheat on their women and who are like real, true scum, and Bill Gates is one of them. The pedophile who killed himself in 2019, uh, don't agree with that, wanted Gates to invest in his multi-billion dollar charitable fund in 2013, but he would not oblige. Epstein later sent him an email implying that he was aware of his affair with a bridge player, Malia, uh, Malia Antonova. And that he could reveal his infidelity, according to a report the Wall Street Journal. Gates, who has said that that bridge is one of his favorite hobbies, the card game bridge, allegedly met Antonova at a tournament in 2010 and had an affair with her around the same time. He was 55 and she was in her early 20s. Uh Uh-oh. She was also a... Russian! How dangerous. Uh, Epstein met her around 2013. She was looking to raise money to start an online bridge platform. Though he did not bankroll the project, he did later pay for her to attend software coding school. Oh, interesting. So Jeffrey Epstein pays her money in order to get secrets in order to go and blackmail the rich people. What does that sound like? It's an operation. You know, like, this is why the CIA director is talking with Jeffrey This is why all these CIA directors, all these FBI directors are going in to, like, speak with Jeffrey Epstein. Why do they all have private meetings on their registers with Jeffrey Epstein? This is why Jeffrey Epstein Pays for information and then blackmails rich people in order to get what he wants. I think we actually have footage of this person, this Russian, because it all sounds made up, right? But it's not. It's not stranger than fiction. This is real life. We have footage of the the Russian bridge player talking about Bill Gates that we were able to, because we have an incredible investigative team here at The Venny Show. Thank you for your support of our show just by watching you support our program. Uh, We have footage of the bridge player. You're going to love this. So she's talking about how much she loves Bill Gates right around the time that she was getting stooped by Gates, in, who was happily married at the time. Watch.
1: But the
2: famous and popular game among young people called Bridge. So when they think about Bridge, we also imagine the old ladies like that, right? So everyone think that. It's only for my grandma played or my aunt played. But look at this, guys. Do I look like an old person to you? I'm talking about Warren Buffett and Bill Gates. Warren Buffett started bridge since he was 13 years old. And you know what? They donated a million dollars to promote bridge at schools. They very are very avid bridge players and they support these kids. So, do these kids look like old people to you? Do I look like an old person to you? No. So, my point, my main point is You don't have to be old to play bridge.
0: Bill Gates donated something else to her that we can't say on this program because it's a family show. So the threat was not made until 2017 when Epstein wrote Gates asking for reimbursement for Antonova's coding school in a tone that implied that he knew about the affair and could expose it. Gates, who said those fees were not paid. Mr. Gates never had any financial dealings with Epstein. As Bill said before, it was a mistake that he ever met him. His spokesperson told the daily mail, the spokesperson for Gates separately told the journal that he did not pay for the cost of Antonova's boarding, uh, coding school. And according to the journal was immaterial to the two men. Mr. Gates met with Epstein solely for philanthropic purposes. Oh, sure. Having failed repeatedly to draw Mr. Gates beyond these matters, Epstein tried unsuccessfully to leverage his past relationship and threaten Mr. Gates. Hmm, interesting. A spokeswoman for the Gates, for Gates, told the Wall Street Journal. Oh, that's an interesting quote right there. Wait a second. So here's Bill Gates's own team admitting that he was used in a leverage operation by the deep state actor, Jeffrey Epstein. A picture of Gates and Antonova together was shown in a YouTube video from 2010 in which she gives a presentation about the card game and talks about meeting the billionaire at a tournament. I told him I beat him, but I tried to kick him with my leg, she said in the video. Oh, how cute. They played footsie. According to the journal, the affair happened around the same time when Gates was married to his now ex-wife, Melinda Gates. Then in 2013, Antonova was introduced to Epstein through an advisor uh, and then... Epstein started to pay for her expenses along with her school. See how that all works? Epstein pays these young women money for their secrets. And then Epstein realizes, why don't I just, hold on, This this is too difficult. Why don't I just actually bring these women into the fold and then I can get the secrets for myself? This is, of course, the biggest news in the country right now. But what it does is it exposes two things. One, we were right. Gonna, gonna get tell the tennis elbow. Patting myself on the back so hard because it's like, listen, this was so clear in operation. Jeffrey Epstein was an op for the intelligence communities around the world, including Israeli intelligence and so forth, uh, in order to ensnare rich and powerful men in order to get something on them so that they could extort them. Bill Gates' own team saying, yeah, they, he extorted us. That's what was going on. Now the other thing that it shows is that the people around the world who are trying to say they're virtue signalers. Remember, I'm Bill Gates. I created the COVID vaccine. I'm Bill Gates. I care so much about malaria in Africa. I'm so rich. I do so many good things with my money. I really like the climate, except for I own seven private jets. They're my guilty pleasure. It's a quote. Those people are virtue signalers. These virtue signalers are people who pretend to be virtuous, but they're not. They're actual scumbags. Watch. Watch.
3: A blackmail bombshell. The Wall Street Journal is out with a new report today that Jeffrey Epstein threatened to expose Bill Gates affair with a Russian bridge player back in 2013 after Gates refused to participate in a multi-billion dollar charitable fund. What was happening here is Epstein wanted a hundred plus million dollars from Bill Gates, but evidently he knew that Bill Gates the allegation is was having an affair with a twenty-something-year-old bridge player from Russia, and because he knew that information, he was holding it over the head of Bill Gates, and he wanted Gates to know it and put money into it. It doesn't get any more salacious than that. You can read about it in the Wall Street Journal.
0: So, what did old Bill Tits uh, figure out? This is what, like, I'll show you what like a, a body of a beta looks like. Okay, I'll show you what a beta boy looks like. Bill Gates, beta boy. Don't become Bill Gates. All right? Don't. Far too much estrogen, far too much soy in your diet, you'll end up looking like Bill Gates. But let me tell you, an alpha certainly doesn't cheat on his wife. An alpha certainly doesn't uh, hang out with the world's foremost predator. That is who Jeffrey Epstein is and was. Bill Gates hung out with Jeffrey Epstein in spite of the fact that he knew this. Now, some other very curious things about Jeffrey Epstein's history we're about to get into right now but first don't look like that man don't do it don't do it no 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 we say no here on the Benny show we are we are powered by alpha energy here you don't want that energy this is this is the energy this this right here is the energy of cheating on your wife with a young Russian bridge player that's that energy Being friends with a guy who has an oil painting of Bill Clinton in a blue dress at the entry of his house. And then bringing your wife to go meet that guy, the foremost predator on earth. And then your wife has this kind of reaction, and then you divorce her. This is what Melinda Gates said about her only meeting with Jeffrey Epstein. The guy who her husband was like regularly flying on his plane, regularly flying on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. Huh. I wonder why Bill Gates likes his private jets so much. I don't know. Here's what his wife didn't like about Jeffrey Epstein. Let's listen to it in her own words.
2: You know, it was also widely reported that Bill had a a friendship or business or some kind of contact with Jeffrey Epstein and that you were not uh, that that was very upsetting to you. Did that play a role in the in the divorce at all in this process? Yeah. As I said, it's not one thing. It was many things, but I did not like, uh, that he'd had meetings with Jeffrey Epstein. No. Mm -hmm. And you made that clear to him. I made that clear to him. I also met Jeffrey Epstein exactly one time. Did you? Yes. Because I wanted to see who this man was and, um, I regretted it from the second I stepped in the door. He was abhorrent. He was evil personified i had nightmares about it afterwards so you know my heart breaks for these young women because that's how i felt and here i'm an older woman my god i feel terrible for those young women it's awful you felt that the moment you walked in i didn't realize it yeah and you shared that with bill and he still continued to spend time with him any of the questions remaining about what bill's relationship there was those are for bill to answer okay but i made it very clear how i felt about him Mm -hmm.
0: So it's called the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. That woman was married to Bill Tits for the better part of 40 years. They had a lasting relationship. This was somebody that you, you know, this is somebody who helped you build your entire empire. This is why we say, like, men, you need to protect your testosterone. No more estrogen in your diet. You need to work out. You do not want this. I don't know what we got here. What do we got here going on? A A B cup? C cup? You don't want it. Boys, you don't want it. Get into the gym. Hit the gym. Eat meat. No more soy. Stop. Ladies and gentlemen, there was a lot of uh, beta energy. I think that John McCain's a beta energy individual. I think that John McCain is a repulsive uh, person who clearly knew what Jeffrey Epstein was doing. John McCain is a deep state agent himself, always protecting of our uh, secret services, always protecting of the secret entities that run the country, always protecting of the military industrial complex. John McCain, why am I bringing him up? Uh, don't speak ill of the dead right is the, the 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 maxim here i'm bringing it up because john mccain's wife is working for the biden administration john mccain's wife was asked about jeffrey epstein much like melinda gates there and john mccain's wife's like oh hey uh yeah we all knew jeffrey epstein and we knew what he was doing to little girls we just couldn't stop it because he was too powerful huh wait a second so you got melinda gates can't stop epstein You got John McCain's wife. John McCain was a presidential candidate, the most, arguably, the most famous politician uh, in America, one of the top three, for, like, the mass majority of the end of his life. John McCain, like, super powerful guy. He couldn't stop Epstein? Well, what was stopping him? Let's listen to John McCain's wife.
2: It hides in plain sight. Epstein was hiding in plain sight. We all knew about him. We all knew what he was doing. But we had no one that was, no, um, uh, legal aspect that would go after him. They were afraid of him for whatever reason. They were afraid of him.
0: Oh, I wonder what reason could it be? Could it be that he was an intelligence asset and much like Shep Schumer says, you know, if you go after the deep state, they have seven ways of Sunday of getting back at you. This is the deep state. This is what getting back at you looks like. When you have the goods on Bill Gates and Prince Andrew, and Warren Buffett, and all these other guys, this is what getting back at you looks like. These people can destroy your career. It's why Bill Gates, who in this Wall Street Journal piece openly admits that he was extorted by Jeffrey Epstein's, the world's foremost predator, that Bill Gates, when asked about his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein, is forced to lie about it again and again and again. You want to know what a bad liar looks like. You want to know what somebody who is still scared out of his shirt, which please, for the love of God, Bill Gates, don't take off your shirt. We don't want to see it. The guy who's scared of Jeffrey Epstein talks like this. And we're talking like Jeffrey Epstein's ghost. Like they put an end to this guy inside of that prison. Actually, we don't, you know, who knows? Who knows? Jeffrey Epstein could still be living on an island somewhere. Who knows? Who knows? We don't, You don't know what to believe anymore. But they effectively shuffled off Jeffrey Epstein out of the scene in order to put a bow on this thing, in order to just close up the shop. This was a sophisticated operation to get rid of Jeffrey Epstein. He knew too much. He was willing to say it. He was willing to talk. Jelaine Maxwell is willing to talk. They're willing to talk about what they did for our deep state and our intelligence operations. And it's why when you ask these people about the relationship with Jeffrey Epstein, you end up getting a very similar response from all of them. Like this, watch. Tim?
3: Um, Epstein had a way of sexually compromising people. Is that what Melinda was warning you about?
1: No, I, I had dinner with him, uh, and that's all.
3: And that you regret the relationship, the acquaintance?
1: That I had dinner with him.
3: And, and the relationship between the foundation and Epstein,
1: which... There never was any relationship of any kind.
0: Whoa, 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 wait a second. Hold on. There was never any relationship of any kind. You want to see uh, one of the most powerful guys in the world just straight up lie to you? In the article here, I- inside of this article, you have Bill Gates' own spokesperson saying, Mr. Gates met with Epstein solely for philanthropic pe- reasons. Having failed repeatedly to draw Mr. Gates into these matters, Epstein tried unsuccessfully to leverage a past relationship to threaten Mr. Gates. A spokesperson for Gates admits to the Wall Street Journal. Oh. So it wasn't just dinner. Your own spokespeople admit that. You lying cretin. This is the person trying to sell you the vaccine, by the way. This is, this, is the, this is the person who says that he should be in charge of your health. This is the person who says he should morally be in charge of your life. This guy who can't, this guy whose own, whose own spokespeople refute his lies. Scum. Bill Gates is Trash. Bill Gates belongs in prison. I need to call up lawyers and be like, how, like, how, like, what in this, like, where in this could, could like the most damage happen to Bill Gates? Like in what world? Because he's a duplicitous individual. That's why he was so happy when the guy who was extorting him
1: was killed. Watch. And, you know, I've said I regretted having those dinners uh, and there's nothing, absolutely nothing new on that.
2: Is there a lesson for you, for anyone else looking, looking at this?
1: Well, he's dead. So, uh, you know, in general, you always have to be careful. Uh.
0: (laughs) Oh, built it. You know, I got to tell you, subtlety is not these people's fine and strong suit. Subtlety ain't ain't it for these people. They, uh. They're they're about as subtle as their bra size. So the reason why Bill Gates is laughing and giggling and saying, you got to be careful, is that Bill Gates knew that Jeffrey Epstein was a liability not just to him but to a lot of powerful people. And once they got that dog in a cage, what they were going to do, same way that Bill Clinton reacts when you ask him about Epstein. Now, Bill Clinton, when you ask him about Epstein, uh does the same thing. Creepy little laugh, creepy little laugh, and like a wink and a nod, and a walk away. Which is such a genius moment here. Bill Gates, Bill Clinton was out. These guys named Bill, man, we got to get him under control. Bill Clinton was out campaigning and he was asked to his face, hey, um, that guy that you used to fly on the private jets with down to his little islands, the foremost predator on planet Earth, that was convicted of doing this? And then protected by our deep state, Alex Acosta, the guy who was charging him, the Florida federal prosecutor in Florida, the guy who was supposed to charge Bill Gates, sorry, the guy who was supposed to charge Jeffrey Epstein and put him away forever, said that his hands were tied on prosecuting him, gave him the greatest plea deal ever. Bill Clinton went and hung out with him after that was best friends with him, had oil paintings. This guy had oil paintings of Bill Clinton wearing a dress in the Oval Office, a blue dress in the Oval Office, inside of his New York penthouse. Yeah, Bill Clinton asked about that guy. See if you can catch in this clip where uh, Bill Clinton gives you the wink and the nod and uh, lets you know that he did Jeffrey Epstein. Any comments on the
4: allegation
3: of your connection with Jeffrey Epstein? No. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, you filthy animal, Bill. You're a filthy animal. You and your entire lot. You and Gates and all you people are filthy. Man, I'm not, I don't, I'm not holding out for these people to have justice in this life, sadly. I'll fight for it, but I'm not holding out for it, okay? I, there's, there's reality at check here. And the reality is these guys, these old filthy dogs will probably die uh, before they get uh, true justice. But I'll tell you, man, justice is going to happen in this life or the next well, these people. Bill Clinton, he gets asked about his about Jeffrey Epstein. And he goes, <laughs> I think that problem took care of itself. Laughed, giggled, and then looked at the guy like this. Yeah, there was one man who uh, called out Bill Clinton for this. Sadly, not to his face. Hopefully, we'll get a chance again. Donald Trump famously said in 2015 that the Clintons are going to have a major problem with their relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. Donald Trump, dude, he knows so much about uh, these circles. Donald Trump ran in these circles. Donald Trump banned Jeffrey Epstein from Mar-a-Lago, for instance, which is what you should do instead of, like, cozying up to him and becoming his best friend. Here's what Donald Trump had to say about Clinton and Epstein in a... uh, and an unearthed piece of footage from, again, our incredible executive producing team here at the show.
3: Uh, Bill Clinton. Nice guy. Uh, got a lot of problems coming up, in my opinion, with the famous island with Jeffrey Epstein. A lot no of problems.
0: Problem. Uh- <laughs> oh, you love watching Trump work, right? You know, Trump's the master of holding an ace up his sleeve. And sitting there and just like calling, calling, calling during the poker game. You know, this is the oil painting that was commissioned by Jeffrey Epstein to hang inside of the boudoir of his New York penthouse that's worth $30 million. Penthouse, I'm sorry, like entire man, he, like, he had a mansion, he had like entire mansion where heads of state went to. For instance, Ehud Barak, the guy who was in charge of Israel, was a re- was a regular visitor to this place. This is the photo of Bill Clinton wearing Monica Lewinsky's shoes and dress, sitting inside of the Oval Office. It's the Oval Office right there. You see the see the see the uh, carpet. That's the dead giveaway. That is not just normal office. This is the Oval Office. So it's Bill Clinton mocking, like even showing some thigh there, showing some thigh there, uh, mocking the sexual abuse and some would argue rape that he committed inside of the oval office he's like embracing it and he's enjoying it and that's what jeffrey epstein was all about this is what he was about he was about the extortion of these men because these men become very rich and powerful and then they want the uh the they want they want the forbidden fruit right so that is the the nature of man here it's the same nature as the tree of good and evil in the in the garden of eden it's the same nature as the tower of babel Human nature doesn't change. It's the same nature as Sodom and Gomorrah. Human nature doesn't change. Man in the blackness of his soul, the line between good and evil cuts directly through the men's hearts, and that line goes right through the heart, and men choose. They choose literally the angels or the demons, and it's a daily choice for us men. That's why you must be strong. You must be filled with testosterone and love for your family, love for the things that are actually eternal on this earth, like the lives of your children the lives of your wife. You have to not give in to these predations like these evil men like Bill Clinton. And so they're celebrated. And what Jeffrey Epstein was able to do is he was able to procure little lands, little islands where you could go there and you could get different, you could get the forbidden fruit. Let's just call it that. Because the entire show will get ripped down if we actually detail what Jeffrey Epstein was providing. You know, Prince Andrew and all the rest. They've been given everything that you could possibly have on this earth, money, wealth, power, fame, royal family, castles, gold, crowns, and they want something else. They want something they've never had before. And so that's where they go to Jeffrey Epstein. And Jeffrey Epstein goes and in turn buys himself protection for our intelligence agencies by providing tapes of these people doing uh, unspeakable things. That's how it worked. Now... How powerful was Jeffrey Epstein? How powerful was this operation? How much does our deep state control our media? Well, there was a uh, reporter back in the day named Amy Rohrbach who had all this information, had the Clintons, had Prince Andrew, had the, their evil predations via Epstein. And she, in a moment off camera of extreme clarity, said all of it. And she said that her network, ABC News, shut her down refused to let her report on this, the greatest bombshell story of our time. To protect women, by the way. Like the protection of women is the point of this story, ultimately. The persecution of people who are evil men, who are predators to women, that's the point of this story. ABC News said, nope, can't talk about that. Gotta protect our uh, deep state allies, watch.
2: I've had the story for three years. I've had this interview with Virginia Roberts. We would not put it on the air. Um, first of all, I was told, who's Jeffrey Epstein? No one knows who that is. This is a stupid story. Um, then the palace found out that we had her whole allegations about Prince Andrew and threatened us a million different ways. Um, we were so afraid we wouldn't be able to interview Kate Will that we that also quashed the story. And then, um, and then Alan Dershowitz was also implicated in because of the planes. She told me everything. She had pictures. She had everything. She was in hiding for twelve years. We convinced her to come out. We convinced her to talk to us. Um, it was unbelievable what we had. Clinton. We had everything. I I tried for three years to get it on
0: I had it all three years ago i had it all the women the corroborating evidence the prolific pedophilia bill gates she says i had bill gates i had the clintons i had prince andrew and who shut it down her bosses at abc news her bosses at disney her bosses inside of the walt disney company you know that company you entrust with your children and their entertainment and the inside of their little lands yeah we got some we got some uh we got some business coming on that. We're we're gonna produce a documentary, show you exactly what Disney's all about. Uh they were the ones. ABC News is owned by Disney. Disney owns ESPN, ABC. So the Disney effectively not ABC. So Disney shut down the story on Jeffrey Epstein and his predations of children and women. Uh there you go. Look no further. So how exactly did they get rid of Jeffrey Epstein? This seems like a man who's very inconvenient. He knew a lot. He was able to blackmail some of the richest, most powerful people in the world. Well, if you look to his foremost confidant, I mean, the person who is called his madame, the person who was in charge of the entire operation, she's behind bars now, conveniently, inside of a white-collar resort prison here in Florida, of all places. Her name is Jelaine Maxwell. She was recorded surreptitiously talking about uh, Epstein's murder. And how they killed him. Who's the they exactly? Well, Tucker Carlson will fill in the blank. But here, listen.
4: No, he didn't. I don't believe he did. I believe that he was uh, murdered. Well shocked. And I wondered how it happened. Because um, as far as I was on, he was going to, I was sure he was going to appeal and I was sure that he was covered under the non-prosecution agreement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but I wasn't in the indictment. So I wasn't mentioned. I, wa- I wasn't even one of the co conspirators
0: Weird that this isn't the number one news story in America. This came out early this year, this leaked footage. Strange that, Jelaine Maxwell would say, of course he's murdered. He's murdered. We tried to get him out. We tried every trick in the book, but his time was up and they took him down. Who's they? Who exa- Who's powerful enough? Let's see. Jeffrey Epstein. Let's put the pieces together. It's going to be tough. Jeffrey Epstein was held inside of a federal prison in the city of New York, a city completely controlled by Democrats, just down the street, mind you, uh, from Hillary Clinton's a massive apartment in New York City. Now, who exactly was the ones pulling the trigger? Who's powerful enough to control our Justice Department and to control the penal system inside of New York? Who's powerful enough to turn off cameras in prisons? Who's powerful enough to make sure that the guards who fell asleep, they got off scot-free and in fact, huh, had their sentences commuted and now have different jobs inside of... Offices of higher education. Also, very interesting fact here that I just learned, thanks to one of you emailing me, and feel free to email me anytime, benny at bennyjohnson.com, that the person who first hired Jeffrey Epstein, the person who first hired Jeffrey Epstein, oh, and subscribe, subscribe please to our email list because we have very interesting, a very, very interesting and fascinating email that goes out every single week. Of course, it's free, and you should totally subscribe to that. Uh, The person who gave Jeffrey Epstein his first job in spite of the fact that Jeffrey Epstein didn't finish college uh, was Bill Barr's father. Did you know that? Oh, we'll do our entire, we'll do our entire, we'll do an entire special on this. Bill Barr's dad was in charge of the prestigious New York school where Jeffrey Epstein got his first job. Bill Barr is the guy who wrote an entire book about how Jeffrey Epstein definitely killed himself inside the prison. Yeah, definitely, definitely. After multiple suicide attempts, he finally got away with it. We knew he was commit, trying to commit suicide. Yeah. They were trial runs. Tucker Carlson actually details all of this. For all the power and all of the money that gets pumped into corporate the corporate press, nobody actually ever gave me a diagram or showed me how Jeffrey Epstein could have possibly killed himself. They just showed me a blurry photo of a white guy being wheeled out in a stretcher and told me, "Up, oh, dead. See ya. Bye, bad guy." forget about him now of course he became a meme afterwards jeffrey epstein didn't kill himself it was said during the national championship game for instance in 2020 but here we are ladies and gentlemen with very few answers tucker carlson one of the only people to actually ask the question and put it on tv and diagram out how jeffrey epstein was killed maybe this is why tucker carlson is no longer on the air watch
3: no one came in or out of the tier, bar. said. Therefore, Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. So let's consider that claim rationally. On the night of August 9, Jeffrey Epstein was being held in the special housing unit of the Metropolitan Correctional Center in Manhattan, the most secure part of the city's federal lockup. It would be physically impossible for a stranger to get in and out of this facility without an electronic pass and without being seen by the countless cameras in place between the street and the locked ninth floor of the building. So if Jeffrey Epstein was murdered, he was not murdered by an intruder, someone who came into the tier. He was murdered by someone on his own cell block, obviously. There were seven other cells on Epstein's tier, and each one housed dangerous criminals. So if you were looking for a killer, you would figure out who was in those cells. But no one seems to have thought of that or done it. The Bureau of Prisons refused to provide us with a list of the inmates on Epstein's tier. It's not clear how many of them were even interviewed by investigators, despite the fact that some of them were transferred out of the facility shortly after Epstein's death. That's a baffling oversight.
0: Man, it's like having like watch, rewatching some of Tucker's old shows, like having like a sip of real Coke, or something like that. Right? It's like the the old stuff, the good stuff. Back when back when they real back when they actually made stuff that kicked. Whew! So what was, what was Tucker Carlson talking about there? Well, he's talking about how the only way you could actually presumably kill Jeffrey Epstein was to put a murder, to put a hitman inside of one of the cells. And then you turn off the cameras inside of just that block and you let the guy go do his work. You hit the button. Beep. This happens in a lot of superhero movies, right? You hit the button. The cell doors just swing open. Right. And then you get you get the work done. You get to work. Now. Now. What would Jeffrey Epstein's injuries look like if he were killed? Uh, that would be important to talk to a medical professional. I married a medical professional. It's really important to have medical professionals in your life. It's very important throughout, like, especially during throughout, like, the, the era we've just gone through, the amount of misinformation, the people who actually work hand in glove, like, inside of the medical, inside of the healthcare industry and inside of the medical, like, the, the good doctors, the good nurses, The good people, they know what the hell's going on here. Let me tell you what, my my wife worked trauma one, man. She's seen so many dead bodies. She's seen so many murders. She was like, ah, she looked at the data. She's like, wait a second. How the hell would you kill yourself with toilet paper on a bunk bed that's like four feet tall when you're a six foot tall dude? The the, the, the geometry don't work. The biology don't work on that. And actually, a uh, a man who was in charge of autopsies in New York, the guy who has reviewed hundreds of thousands of murders in his life and who actually had access to Epstein's body, boy, he had some interesting thing to tell Tucker, something that absolutely blew my mind
3: and it's worth revisiting, watch. Doctor, thanks so much for coming on. If you wouldn't mind just
4: summarizing for us what we know, or what you know about Epstein's death. Well, <clears throat> I was present at the autopsy And there were uh, three fractures in the windpipe uh, that are much more typical of crush injury from homicidal strangulation than from hanging. Uh, There were petechial hemorrhages in the eyes, again, more uh, typical of uh, uh, homicide. And uh, the ligature imprint on the neck didn't match the uh, ligature that was present in the cell made from a sheet uh so i thought that uh made it more likely uh, that this was a homicide than a suicide uh but we never got to to find out how the body was found was he found hanging or not for example because the two to, the two guards were sleeping through that time he was dead for a few hours before he was found and uh The uh, two guards uh, never made a statement that uh, that was released as to how the body was found. The body was just cut down and brought out to a hospital where it was pronounced dead. (laughs) It's unbelievable. Where are the congressional hearings on this? Uh
0: Oh, yeah, I was there at the uh, autopsy. I physically inspected Jeffrey Epstein's body, a bunch of broken bones in his neck. They broke his bones, in his neck. You know a thing that you're not, you like literally can't do yourself when you're trying to commit suicide is break your own neck bones, especially if you don't have a building to jump off of. So yeah, this was a homicide. The guy who inspected Epstein's body, yo, man, we are led by such evil, evil people. Elon Musk, of course, is now the now the new world's richest man. Uh, in spite of not having any affairs with any Russian young Russian bridge players, Elon Musk has this to say, as it pertains to this story about Bill Gates, Elon Musk is not a Bill Gates fan, just a exclamation point there, shared by our illustrative producer ALX. You all know ALX. Go follow ALX. He's on his way to 500,000 followers. You got to get in before he hits a half a million. Get over to Twitter and follow at ALX. Get in now. Get in now. Be smart get in before the first half million, because he's on his way to the next million, and then mm, 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 you want to get in early. He tweeted this article, and then Elon Musk goes, "Uh uh-oh, exclamation point. So Elon popping in. Elon Musk has been talking a lot about the corruption that leads and drives our country, and Elon Musk has been describing effectively a criminal cartel at the head of our government that operates everything. And we have such massive bombshell news for you on that. Now, you may recall that a few weeks ago, James Comer said there is a document inside of the FBI that proves that the FBI has ensnared the Biden family inside of a pay for play scheme, inside of a sale of access scheme that the FBI accidentally caught the Bidens doing this and they have a document that proves it. Well, the FBI has been silent on this and now news on that has broken and you're gonna love it. But first, ladies and gentlemen, if this Epstein story proves one thing, it's that our country is run by morons and that they view our currency as a fiat currency that they can print as much of as they want in order to make sure their dirty deeds get done. I'm not saying dump all your dollars. I'm saying diversify and do it now. Precious metals is the number one way to diversify. And if you have... Good friends inside of the industry. Well, you can get that job done quickly. Kind of like what they did with Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Real gold and silver is the only thing that actually stands up to fiat currencies all throughout time. And it's why they brought the Christ child gold. Ladies and gentlemen, allegiance gold are the people that I trust to convert your IRA, 401k into physical gold or silver and have it delivered right to your door. If that's what you want and get $5,000 of free silver with qualifying purchase, visit ProtectWithPenny.com today. I talk about them a lot. It's because it works. It's because it works, and these guys rule. You can also call 844-790-9191. Don't let the feds play Monopoly money with your hard-earned cash and with your future. Visit AllegianceGold and protectwithbenny.com today. Okay, boom. Kevin McCarthy says now the FBI will be handing over the documents that they have that ensnared Joe Biden and his dirty criminal family inside of a pay-for-play operation. This is massive stuff. Kevin McCarthy said this on Fox News on Sunday. And really, this should be the number one news in the country right now. We'll see what happens. Apparently, James Comer is going to get briefed by the FBI today about this. What? Let's go, baby. Watch.
2: I want to get one more comment from you on the call that you had. You had a call with FBI Director Christopher Wray on Friday. You know that uh, James Comer has a subpoena out for the document that he wants to see. Are you going to be able to get that document? What went on with your call with the director of the FBI?
3: Well, I want to be very clear with the FBI director that Congress has a right and we have the jurisdiction to oversee the FBI. This is one piece of paper. That a chairman of a committee has requested to see. He hasn't even acknowledged whether he has this document, but he hasn't even provided it. I explained to the director that we will do everything in our power and we have the jurisdiction over the FBI that we have the right to see this document. Mm. I believe after this call, we will get this document.
0: So Kevin McCarthy is saying that he's going to get the document. Now, what is this document? It's called an FD-1023. They always have these funny little names inside of the FBI in order to make it uh, opaque what they are doing in order to try and confuse people. Let me break down for you very, very simply. This is a document from a clandestine source that's says inside of a money laundering operation that the Bidens are involved. The FBI wasn't planning on spying on the Bidens, but they ensnared them inside of a pay-for-play scheme that they were monitoring from a nefarious foreign country. Now, what country would that be? Could that country rhyme with with, you pain? What, What country would that be, that the Bidens had so much efforting towards the gleaning and the milking and truly the drilling down of money, quite literally selling American oil technology to Ukraine because Hunter Biden was on an oil and gas board. Joe Biden secured $60 million for the development of Ukrainian oil as soon as his son got a board seat at Bursima. Isn't that interesting? Well, is this what the FBI ensnared? Is this the call that we have with Poroshenko and Joe Biden? On the eve of Joe Biden handing the reins over to the Trump administration, where he's demanding that they close down private banks that sent his family money, Kolomoisky, the Russian oligarch, who ran everything there, Joe Biden calling him out by name, saying you need to nationalize this bank, and then they went and did it? Oh, it's going to be spicy, and I'm looking forward to it. This broke just seconds before we went live. Want to make sure we bring you the most up-to-date news from Punchbowl News. House Oversight Accountability Committee James Comer is continuing to press the FBI to comply with a subpoena earlier this month. Comer requested the FBI document alleging that has details of a bribery plot involving then-Vice President Joe Biden. Comer set a May 10 deadline for the FBI to provide the FD-1023 form. The FBI didn't hand over the document. Oversight Committee staff met with the FBI on May 15th in a meeting that Comer described as troubling due to the FBI's failure to disclose whether that form exists, FBI fa- uh, staff will brief him today regarding confidential human source reporting, uh, according to Comer. The FBI's delay in producing the FD-1023 is unacceptable. Comer wrote the FBI Director Christopher Wray on Friday. Notwithstanding the difficulties, the committee will continue to participate in accommodate, uh, an accommodations process that he hopes the FBI will change course and begin discussing uh, to meet the committee's needs. So the FBI getting dragged in before his committee uh, today. And we'll see what happens then. James Comer, a friend of the show, will hopefully come right onto our program and tell us what he learned. But somebody who is also a friend of the show, who knows who knows things, let's just say that. He, he, he's, a, he's the Tyrion Lannister of the conservative media ecosystem. His name's Aaron Beatty. He runs Revolver News. And he joins us now. So is Tyrion Lannister okay? I mean, like, listen, you got a beard now. Tyrion had a beard at the end of Game (laughs) of Thrones. I'm not saying that you're a dwarf. Uh, I've, uh, you know, I think we've only met in life, real life, one time. I remember you not being that short. But Tyrion Lannister, a smart man, he knows things, and you're that kind of guy, Darren. I'll take it. Okay. So uh, this FD 1023 form, can you please describe? to the audience. What's going on here? How damning is it that if this document exists, that the FBI has covered it up?
1: Well, it's pretty amazing. Um, I think the broader context for this, to understand what's going on. We all know the Biden family is criminal. They're engaged in petty corruptions that probably most political families engage in in the United States. I think it's probably... um, uh, small fries compared to the infrastructure, for instance, that the Clintons built. That's corruption at a much higher, um, uh, more sophisticated and organized level. But Biden's playing at a lower level. It's sort of low level family corruption using the office. It kind of a um, a dime store version of uh, Whitey Bulger kind of thing. <laughs> and Um, And so it's what we have all expected. And, you know, anybody inside of the government at the higher levels of the FBI, they all know about this. And so the only question is, when will they use it and why will they use it? And I always interpreted these developments regarding Hunter, regarding Joe Biden as You know this is the leverage that they put into the table this is the leverage that the regime holds over them and the purpose of that is when biden uh, you know no longer becomes a tenable prospect politically they can cross the threshold here and use that leverage to push biden out so the way that i interpret all of these kind of movements against biden to expose him expose uh, his son and their petty corruptions that I think have always been priced in as just a matter of course for how the political system works in the country. Um, this is, I think, really about seeing, okay, if they need to get rid of Biden, they already have a very handy and publicly understood pretext to do so.
0: It's, it's so interesting that you describe it as a dime store whitey bulger because it's it does, it seems sloppy. The right. fact that the FBI ensnared them inside of this document just proves how sloppy they were. Right. The sophistication and, yeah. of the Cl- the sophistication of the Clinton machine, and as you talked about last time you were on the show, being able to execute a man in in federal lockup uh, cleanly, yeah. like how that's still an operation that could be admired because wow, you actually got away with that. You were able to shut right. down the Epstein stories at ABC. You were able to actually get this. You were able to take this asset off the playing field um that's actually a high level sophisticated system
1: right no the clintons have a real machinery a real infrastructure and analogously um the bush family uh has a real infrastructure and you yes. know these are built you know the clintons are actually in some ways more impressive because they built it themselves the bush infrastructure is of course multi-generational but typically to have a tier one type of infrastructure, you need um, to have extreme sway over elements of you know, the intelligence community, elements of the underworld, elements of the uh, political community. They have their own fundraising you know, and uh, philanthropic endeavors that have in all likelihood are kind of big money laundering operations. They have a whole system to themselves. The Biden stuff is kind of small fries. But for that reason, Biden's ultimately very expendable. And we've known Mm -hmm. this. He's he's interchangeable uh, in a way that the Clintons aren't because they have a deeper infrastructure. And he served his purpose for now. They might let him run again. But I think it's Pretty clear, especially given some recent polls suggesting how well Trump would do uh, against Biden, and even some polls suggesting DeSantis would do, do well against Biden. I think that's causing some of the more uh, intelligent and strategic minds, and you know, the upper realms of the Democrat apparatus, say, okay, if we need to get rid of Biden, we have already this kind of predicate in place of the corruption that Biden's participated in, all the problems regarding his son, and we can use that if we need to.
0: What do you make of this Epstein, uh, Bill Gates news that really ping pong balled around the world Mm -hmm. uh, on Sunday with his Wall Street Journal piece, uh, really detailing for the first time and, and with Gates's admission, which I thought was quite shocking when I read the article because Bill Gates is through a spokesperson saying, yeah, Jeffrey Epstein worked to extort me um, that seems to absolutely undergird everything that you've said on this program, as it pertains to Jeffrey Epstein being an extortion and leverage uh, asset for uh, deep state entities or greater powers.
1: Right. It is kind of it's it's interesting to see because this, you know, this particular case doesn't involve any of the um, more kind of scandalous sort of trafficking elements or underage elements this is you know your pretty typical um affair bill gates allegedly had some affair with a a russian bridge player and years later somehow jeffrey epstein found out about it and uh telegraphed his knowledge in this sort of (laughs) not terribly subtle way it's kind of it's almost amusing how he did it he paid for her coding lessons, and suggested that Bill Gates reimburse him for the price of the coding lessons that he paid for this woman that Bill Gates had an affair with years prior. Um, It didn't seem to be a successful extortion effort for what it's worth, but who knows what really happened behind the scenes. But it's interesting in as much as it indicates that, yes, um, Epstein was that kind of guy, he did uh, view um information such as you know a bill gates affair as a tool to uh to extort and to use as leverage and i think we can only uh assume that he uh he approached other um more salacious and more damning information uh it, with, with the same kind of instrumental uh viewpoint
0: so why these leaks now what like what apparatus is leaking this? This is what I find interesting. Mm-hmm. So they're going after J.P. Morgan now. They're getting, you know they're trying to ensnare Elon Musk, and they're, they're trying to weapon Now they've used. Now they're using Epstein as a weapon. Even four years, five years. How long are, are we from his murder? Like they're using right. him as a weapon still to this day.
1: That's a very interesting question, and that I think is actually the. The most important question here is why is all this stuff coming out you know and i'm reading it and i can't say this with any degree of confidence but there was a part of me that thought um even though it looks bad from a certain perspective that it indicates yes you know and this has already been public that bill gates had a relationship with jeffrey epstein but in a way it kind of um makes bill gates look good in the sense that bill gates did not succumb to these extortion efforts. And also in one of the uh, reports on this, it sort of said that Jeffrey Epstein may have um, exaggerated his connection with Bill Gates, sort of with a view toward his posthumous reputation in order to kind of reputationally harm Bill Gates as uh, revenge for Bill Gates, not Indulging in whatever kind of philanthropic project that Jeffrey Epstein had in mind. So there could be an element of that. Why would, you know, who would have an interest in in having these things continue to leak out? I don't know. I mean, more or less, it kind of confirms what we already would suspect about Epstein, but this is sort of putting things into a more pedestrian category, at least because it 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 involves um kind of consenting adults and doesn't involve trafficking or any of the, and it doesn't involve any accusations of intelligence connections, which has always been kind of the close to the third rail type aspect of the whole Epstein story. You know, even the coverage, you know, earlier on, uh, the scandalous coverage involving Prince Andrew and whatnot is about, oh, you know, Prince Andrew's foot fetish or whatever it was. And it's not about, okay, well, who was was Epstein actually working for? And we've only gotten little glimpses behind the curtain, such that, um, uh, you know, people say, oh, he belonged to intelligence. That's why he was protected for so long. Well, which intelligence? Multiple, perhaps? U.S., Israel? Maybe maybe a handful of others? Maybe some kind of private contractor-type organizations that we don't even know about that um, wield a disproportionate level of, power and influence over the political process. Those are the things we don't know. And of course, we don't know what organization or entity may have uh, provided uh, uh, assisted suicide to Epstein in prison, which is a tremendously fascinating and important question, because like you you said, and we, we discussed earlier, this indicates like who actually still wields power, who's able to really get things done, because there aren't a whole lot of people and organizations on the planet that could pull something off at the level of um, Epstein's suicide. So that would really give us a glimpse into the ordinarily extremely opaque question as to who really wields power in our allegedly transparent and democratic society.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the ultimate question is who can turn off the cameras inside of the federal penal system on a specific right. cell block? If you have right. the
1: power to do that, you're in control. You're in right. charge. And it's amazing. And and who can, you know, people in the media just instinctively know not to press the issue. Yes. It would be so easy for well-financed media organizations to say, pursue, say, who are the guards yes. uh, in, in charge Find the guards. Do, you know, your old fashioned like ambush reporting. Just find them, you know, walking out of their house or walking down the street and saying, hey, you know, what's the deal here? Find people like to go undercover and befriend them and, you know, figure out you get them to spill the beans after, you know, a few drinks at a bar. It's like these people can be found out, but nobody really wants to get close because it's probably one of those handful of really sensitive things that if you press it, um, it can be it can be uh, dangerous to one's health, so to speak.
0: Yeah, as Tucker, Tucker Carlson recently found out. So the fi- final quick question I have for you, and I thank you very much for your generous time, but it's one that I that is always on the right. The reason why you have to read revolvers because the way that Darren goes in and like describes the apparatus of what the so called deep state is so sophisticated, and it's it's so important with a historic lens towards what they have been able to accomplish thus far and the ruling structures in this country. The issue at hand with RFK's presidential race is that RFK is openly agitating the CIA over something that I think they thought would be long buried and gone, like literally and metaphorically, which is the killing of his uncle. Mm -hmm. And rfk is like a bull in the china shop here and he's kicking in the door and he's saying leroy jenkins and he's just he's just going in like the kool-aid man no the cia did my uncle he just i mean he's not only just tweeting it uh he's like campaigning on it right how's that gonna how's that gonna end up for him darren
1: well, it's a good question. I I think that the mainstream, of course, will do everything it can to uh marginalize him. Of course, you know, the assassination of JFK has long been the subject, maybe kind of one of the paradigmatic quote unquote conspiracy theories as to the lone gunman, this or that. I think again, we all have a general idea that the official story was false and Um, that's been part of the national conversation for a long time. I think things like this tend to get dangerous when you move into specifics and, you know, my interview with president Trump, uh, earlier this year, which remarkably has over 7 million views now on, on rumble, which is astonishing to me. Um, but we got into the JFK issue and he, um, Somewhat reluctantly, acknowledged that he received a pretty vigorous pushback from Mike Pompeo when he was trying to release the JFK files. There's there's still very vigorous pushback after all of these years uh, to releasing the full story. And uh, President Trump, he committed to me, said he goes back into office, he will. Override this and release the full files. And he's reiterated that more recently, is my understanding. But um, it's one of those things, even though it's sort of it's sort of dissolved into a cliche, much in the way actually we've talked about the Epstein thing has dissolved into this punchline of oh, he didn't kill himself, oh blah, 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 blah. Um, it, it's dissolved into a cliche, but there are aspects of it specifics that are still very dangerous from the standpoint of of the regime and that regime operators will go out of their way, go to great lengths to prevent the public from knowing. And so from RFK's point of view, it's one thing to say, okay, the CIA did it, this or that, but it really becomes interesting and actually dangerous once you start to move into specifics and look for specific documents and specific files Um, And so we'll see. We'll see what comes of that. I think, you know, it would be very interesting to know the truth. The public deserves it. And it would be some degree of vindication, I think, for um, uh, for the late um, uh, President Kennedy as well.
0: Yeah. If if you're just a recent historian. And we don't pretend to be experts at this. But if you're a recent historian, you're able to see Donald Trump go and excavate the entire leadership of the FBI, right? He's able to go fire everyone. He's able to execute that correctly. They, they tried to get back at him. But hey, man, he, he got heads on pikes out front of the FBI. But when, the, when time came up to release the JFK files, Donald Trump released a, a statement that said his hands were tied. Right. Whoa. So he's able to nuke Jim Comey from space. That's that's executed, but he can't release the JFK files. It shows you where the sacred cows really are.
1: No, these things are really tough because the, the bureaucrats control these things. They're they're they've been the one who've been managing this for decades, and so they have that kind of specific institutional knowledge that they can either act upon and follow a direct order, or they can stall, they can obfuscate, they can um, they can simply temporize until. it it doesn't happen. So that's that's kind of the way it is. It requires a lot of attention, a lot of focus and a certain degree of political capital. But I think it's it's worth it at this point. And the level of pushback just indicates that there probably is something deeply, deeply uh, embarrassing and damning in those files still uh, that needs to see the light of day. Yeah.
0: Speaking of seeing the light of day, I've never seen Donald Trump release a statement that said my hands were tied never this is the only statement i've ever been able to find the official statement is trump saying his hands are tied he can't release all the documents right why who ties donald trump's hands right. those are questions
1: man. well that's the questions. thing and you know it has to do who has access to these things just an, another kind of side story that i found very phenomenal is that it recently came out one of these whistleblowers these fbi whistleblowers um on january 6 and the weaponization of the uh of the of the bureaucracies actually had his security clearance revoked for sharing a Revolver News article with his colleagues in the FBI. Now, this is scandalous for, I think, a lot of reasons, but one of this is so they they politically weaponize the security process such that only people who are right Politically, from their perspective, can even have access to this type of information. And they've come forth explicitly and said, if you're just sharing, not even endorsing, but sharing news articles from websites that the regime has deemed to be politically incorrect, that constitutes a breach of loyalty to the United States warranting withdrawal of one's security clearance. And that's kind of the condition that the security state is in right now. Anybody who would dare to tell the truth, simply remove the security clearance. And anyone who's suspect from the beginning, you don't give them a clearance in the first place. And that's how they continue to protect these secrets. You got to Read Revolver News.
0: Revolver News, a dangerous website run by Tyrion Lannister. Check it out, ladies and gentlemen. Revolver News, Darren Beatty, one of the best. Thank you so much for joining the program. Thank you. So in case you're wondering if uh, Darren Beatty's right about anything and everything... Well, our next story here, pretty simple. Uh, The FBI does spy on you. The FBI, the Patriot Act is the worst piece of legislation ever passed in American history. Nothing has more degraded our civil rights in this country than the Patriot Act. Court documents FBI misused surveillance powers nearly 300,000 times just in the past few years. By the way, this isn't like the last 50 years this is from 2000 to 2021 the fbi misused powerful digital surveillance powers nearly 300,000 times wow including against january 6 protesters newly unsealed court document the powers authorized by section 702 of the foreign intelligence surveillance Act fisa allows the fbi to search databases of electronic communications and other information meant to look at foreign intelligence and for terror activities although that power is now turned on the american people So the FBI is, of course, yes, spying on you. When you hear me talk about my FBI agent being really sad, looking at all my memes, like crying, questioning his life choices, that's probably because they definitely are for sure doing that. So let that keep you warm at night.
3: Watch. tonight, new allegations that the FBI overstepped its authority in conducting investigations against American citizens. And not just a few times. We're talking in the hundreds of thousands of times.
1: Correspondent David Spond is at the Justice Department tonight with the breaking details. Good evening, David.
3: Brett, good evening. This story is quite something. This uh, court document released just a few hours
0: ago found that the FBI misused a popular digital surveillance tool on everyday Americans more than 278,000 times in
3: 2020 going into 2021. We're specifically talking about Section 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, also known as
0: FISA. It gives the FBI and other agencies the ability to digitally surveil without a court order or a warrant. We now know the FBI used the tool on people connected
3: to the civil unrest following the death of George Floyd on the streets of the United States, those involved in the January 6th Capitol attack, even political donors.
0: Cool. Wow. Isn't it great to live inside of a democracy? Isn't it bad? China and the Soviet Union, they spy on their own people. They they have illegitimate dictators running their country with corrupt kids. You wouldn't want to live in a kleptocracy, would you? Where all of the agents of the state are aligned against their own people? You don't live in one of those. Land of the free, home of the brave. It can be. It could be once again, we'll have to do work as the American people will have to wake up the masses, the middle third of America who don't follow the news, who don't understand what's going that what they're sleepwalking into. Speaking of sleepwalking, here's Joe Biden walking off his plane, his helicopter from yesterday. See if you can um, discern the moment when the dementia really hits here. Here, ha- have a look. There you go. What, is that the face? I mean, one, he looks like the scarecrow from Wizard of Oz. Two, look, look he doesn't know where he is. The man's the man's gone. He's gone. It's, it's God's justice, God's sense of humor. And he's always had a sense of humor. Our Lord and Savior is a uh, very funny creator. I look forward to meeting him someday. But he's always had a sense of humor for those in power, for those who, oh, I like how you're trying to find the actual screenshot. There it is. Oh, there you go. New meme just dropped. New meme meme template just dropped. Hot, hot stuff. Hot. Joe Biden dementia. When the dementia hits. So sad. God has a sense of humor. He humbles the powerful in this life or the next. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a man who is uh, announced while we were on our program. Today, uh, we like to bring you the breaking news. So his name's Tim Scott. He's a senator from South Carolina. He has announced his bid for the 2024 uh, presidential nomination. Speaking of men who know things, I told you at the end of the show last week that there would be multiple GOP presidential announcements in the coming week. Get ready. Chris Christie and Ron DeSantis are up next. Are you Tim Scott ready for 2024? I'm with her. I don't know. I don't know. This is what Tim Scott had to say while we were live. Check it out.
4: Joe Biden and the radical
3: left are attacking every single rung of the ladder that helped me climb. And that's why I'm announcing today that I'm running for
2: president of the United States of America! Thank you. Thank you.
3: Thank you.
0: I'm America! <laughs> Gladiator! Oh, man, so many new meme templates just dropping. What's the Kim what's the what's the Kimberly Guilfoyle? Uh uh the best is yet to come. <laughs> Alex, the best is yet to come. I'm we're having have fun time. It's going to be a wild. It's going to be a wild 2024. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. we got a lot more coming. We're going to have a ton of access to these people. We're going to have a lot of access to the individuals who wish to lead this country. We have some really special stuff planned, and you're going to be here for it because you know what? we got no strings to hold us down. We've got uh, Mr. Pinocchio over here. We don't uh, operate through some corporate media entity where we're have Awokeness wokeness shoved down our throat and a boot at the back of our neck, stomping the back of our heads. We operate because of you. And we love you. And we cover the things that you care about. And that's what we do on this program. We are 100% driven completely and totally by you. So we say thank you. And we want to always leave you with something of value. Perhaps our reporting uh, sometimes doesn't cut and muster for the day. That's okay. We're going to leave you with something of actual value. Every single show, a verse of the day. Here we go, baby, from Psalms 46. Be still and know that I am God. I will exalt among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Trust me, Bill Gates, Bill Clinton, all you scum. God will have his vengeance in this life or the next. God will be exalted in all the earth. Be still and know that I am God. Have a wonderful week. Be still and go into this week with the love and the passion and the flame to actually change this country, change this place and fight for it. It's all God it ever asked for us, good men to fight, and we will win. It's your boy, Benny. See ya.